Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of War of the Watch and Recap Podcast, a side project from Movies Mayhem Soap. I'm your host, Chris, and welcome back, and, uh, welcome back as we continue to uh, recap WandaVision. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I just want to give a quick reminder that we always do um, spoilers for uh, for all episodes of WandaVision, uh, and uh, even we might even do movies from the MCU. Just a heads up. And um, sometimes I wonder why I still do these solo intros. And uh, mostly it's because I want to test the equipment. Make sure I have everything set up right. And uh, ready to go. Before um, before I send out the uh, the link for the meeting. Anyway, so this week we're going to be uh, covering um, episode 7 of WandaVision. Which is titled Breaking the Fourth Wall. I'm sure that's a term several people are familiar with it just means you know kind of it's when the characters address the fact that they are on a show or they know that they're being watched so they interact with the audience uh in a sense anyways uh so the synopsis for this week's episode is as follows monica plots her return wanda navigates unsettling complications and vision forms a new alliance Sounds a little bit more dramatic than what happened to the show, I guess. Or uh, in this episode, I guess. But, uh, sure. Why not? So when we come back, we will get started with, uh, with the recap for this week's episode. Stay tuned for that. Thanks. So we're back, and we're going to start uh, our recap of episode 7. Uh, I'm joined, uh, as normally, as usual, by uh, Selena. How's it going? Yeah. Hi, hello, Chris. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm um, I'm doing well as also. Thank you. And uh, we're also uh, joined by Franco. How's it going? Uh, good. Thank you. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? Uh, well, frankly, I'm a little disappointed uh, in this episode, but I guess we'll get we'll get into that oh. as we go. Yeah, I was. Yes. Well, okay. Maybe uh, I don't know if you want to start off with your rant or if you want to just get to that point where you rant. No, nah, I think <laughs> as we go through the details, I'll just kind of yes. be like, I this this thing. Yeah. So overall, okay. for me, this has been the worst episode uh, so far oh, in the uh, series. But I'm um, willing to join you in your rants. All right. So let me know. <laughs> I'm willing okay. To okay. Join you. No, I mean, just <laughs> whenever you feel the need to rant, Franco, do, don't don't wait for me to start it. You, you can uh, you, okay. you can you can just get started on your own, man. Um, yeah, no, but, but but you know what? I do agree. I do agree with you that um, yeah, this was this wasn't. It left a bad taste on me too. So. Yeah. And uh, oh, I should just point out that Mitzi's not with us right now, uh, or at least not on this episode. Um, but uh, maybe she might join us later. So, but we'll go ahead and get started. Yeah. Uh, and I joined the video portion. Hi, Selena. How's it going? <laughs> Hey. Um, <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead and get started. Oh, by the way, I did take notes on the opening theme and what uh, TV shows they were referencing. Okay. Great. Um, so it starts off with uh, with uh, Wanda in bed alone. She wakes up and uh, it cuts to like a testimonial kind of like uh, the office or more more like Modern Family. I think in this case, um, Modern Family is what they were going for. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And where she's talking about how. About what what happened in the last episode about how she expanded the uh, boundaries of the hex, and um, that then the uh, the twins run in. Um, they're talking about how their video games are are, are going out, all out of control, and the, it shows that the, uh, the 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 controllers are reverting to uh, I guess more um, I want to say primitive uh, stages. Like <laughs> it, it, turn, it goes from like what a Nintendo sixty four or. Um, I don't know what it like starts off with. Yeah, PlayStation to Nintendo Nintendo sixty four to Atari to just Uno cards, and um, <laughs> no. So then Billy's talking about how his head feels weird because um, everything is really noisy, and we saw last in the last episode that he's starting to d- develop his powers and he was able to uh, sense vision. So maybe he's getting kind of more of that going on, right? Where he's just hearing all all these different people. And, uh, oh yeah, so Wanda says she's going to do a little quarantine staycation to punish herself for, what, um, you know, expanding the uh, the hex and, um, you know, trapping more people, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, 
then um, she goes into the It's down- like she's hung over from using yeah. so much power the day before. It kind of looks like that, yeah, because she even comes downstairs in her, her robe and sweats and stuff. And and I, I didn't really pay much attention to it, but I saw it on the Easter egg video that they pointed out that she normally always wears red, and this time now she's wearing blue, which was, yeah, oh. a, a big departure, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I guess maybe she's just not feeling like herself or something. Uh, not really sure. Uh, but it was so interesting to point out, I thought. And mm-hmm. so she goes and she serves. she's going to serve herself a bowl of sugar snaps, which I guess is a reference to Thanos, right? And um, oh, yeah. she grabs a bottle of almond milk and it transforms into a milk carton. And then it transforms into a glass uh, milk bottle like the old school ones. And so real fast, I noticed. Go for it. I noticed on the milk carton it had one of those missing, mm-hmm. uh, missing kid pictures on there. I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, the face on the milk carton!" I remember that. Yeah, and it's it's, um, it's a hint about something that'll happen later. Some missing kids, huh? Uh, yeah, because yeah, the kid. I remember it looked like a boy, but the picture itself seemed a little blurred. Yeah, I, I think so. I can tell who it was. Yeah. Franco, were you gonna say something? No, I, I w- it was just kind of pointing out to, towards that, I guess, that I was kind of waiting to see if they were going to focus on the picture. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, they never did, so. Or it maybe maybe it's also an in-joke about how all the kids are always just gone, like, oh, aside from the yeah. Halloween episode, like, no one ever sees the kids. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, on another testimonial, Wanda's saying that she doesn't know what what that's about, why, why th- things are, like, becoming unstable and reverting to uh to older versions of themselves or rewriting themselves i guess is what uh has been happening right and then Mm -hmm. uh we cut to the intro which is kind of a an office style melody um and it just says wanda a bunch of times and selena you're Uh, gonna say some stuff about this yeah so the opening theme for this uh was actually a callback to happy endings which only Mm. lasted three seasons uh but it was, yeah, it was, I thought it was, I, at first I thought it was The Office too, but it, when I looked it up, it was saying that the opening thing is supposed to be reminiscent of the show Happy Endings. I was like, oh yeah. Oh, oh but the, well, the, the, I, I guess maybe the titles might have been more Happy Endings, but the theme was the, definitely the, the Office. Yeah, the jingle. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Well, yeah, and I, I guess we were trying to say this earlier too, but like um, for listeners, uh this episode is definitely, for the most part, a shot mockumentary style. Right. With, you know, different uh, cast members doing confessionals and them doing, like, little flashbacks the way you would see in, like, Modern Family. Yeah, um, exactly. Sometimes in The Office, too. But anyway, continue. No, yeah, The Office, too, they mm-hmm. always did the, the confessionals, which I kept writing in my notes. Yeah. I kept writing testimonials, but I guess that's a different Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Oh, no, I think those count, too. I think uh, the other term is, um, what is it, like, head? uh, A talking head? Something, talking heads, yes. I think that's another one you can use, too. Um, Oh, no, no, I was going to say, it's because Modern Family was known for doing, like, a flashback to uh, whatever memory. They didn't always do that on The Office. Sometimes they did. Mm. Yeah, but go ahead. No, I got you. I get it. (laughs) Uh, so once the uh, the intro's over, um, which actually the 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 main title WandaVision is it's written over a calendar and then you see a heart around one of the dates, but it's it's uh, I think yeah. it was the ninth or the tenth. I can't remember which day it was, but that's how the first episode starts, right? I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. Not. Um, I'm not really sure. We never did find out what the significance of of the twenty third was, um, on the first episode, right? Other than the dinner with the hearts yeah huh. Huh. i don't huh. know maybe they'll maybe maybe it's nothing i don't know <laughs> it'll uh, come up later yeah um and then uh so then we cut to a real world scene where we see the uh, new sword uh base the temporary base or something like that and they are they establish that they the broadcast signal has been cut off and they can't see it anymore about what's going on which i guess kind of makes sense because darcy was pretty much the only one watching anyways and now she's inside um so uh yeah speaking of which we cut to uh, a scene inside the hex where vision wakes up on the circus grounds and um the uh strong man comes over and he's actually the guy who uh restrained darcy in the last episode and uh you know he's asking vision if he's the new clown or whatever and then uh he refers um 
vision to to Darcy, who is the escape escape artist, and she's like all bound in chains and stuff. And um, Vision, he remembers her, but she's in character, so she doesn't know who he is, and she thinks he's hitting on her. And um, that's pretty much what's going on in that scene. It, it, um, <laughs> uh, so I, I guess I'll get into a, a rant real quick right here. Um, uh-huh. I, I kind of understand that they're trying to go for, for like, The Office or, or Modern Family or, or Parks and Rec, like one of those multi-camera... Mockumentaries. Or, yeah, mockumentary type shows. And mm-hmm. I guess I guess it's a testament to how hard it is to write those kind of shows because nothing in this episode is funny. And that whole thing was <laughs> where she's all like, oh, are you hitting on me? And blah, blah, blah. And I like... I No, I'll venture to say I love Kat Denning, but... but um, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing in this episode was 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 working as being charming or funny or anything. I was just like, oh, come on. Oh, I like the part where she was like, oh, I'll let you buy me lobster dinner. Um, yeah, <laughs> but well, like no, that. I, I yeah, that one little part. Uh-huh. I didn't. No, mm. I, I couldn't get into it. But whatever. Nothing. Nothing, hey, Franco. Hey, You're okay. Hey. <laughs> right. No. 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 I was, I was gonna kind of just second second uh, on that because I think uh, on this scene particularly i think that's kind of what took me out of it because right at the beginning where, where she starts talking about you know how she's kind of i guess punishing herself in like a, a little quarantine mm. i was kind of like okay whatever yeah. uh, i'm gonna let it slide <laughs> but then in this scene in particular when once kind of like you were saying it's like oh like once they start doing that whole little you know uh tongue-in-cheek humor yeah that's what kind of started taking me completely out of the whole episode um and it kind of goes into, you know, I guess kind of carries on to, uh, I don't know if I'm overstepping the next scene, but kind of, I guess, when Vision kind of wakes her up, uh, right. that's when it just kind of um, took me out of it. Because it seems like when Vision wakes people up, they're usually like some sort of pain, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, like, you know, she's controlling me or whatever. And Darcy wakes up completely normal, like nothing, like, oh, okay, you know, cool, whatever, let's go on with our day. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know just to me kind of like you were saying it just I, I don't know i just felt everything was forced yeah and i don't know uh, well, so i completely second second that with the the darcy thing when she wakes up i kind of could see like yeah maybe she was only uh under for like a few hours maybe not as long as everyone else in town mm-hmm. uh, for sure but yeah it was kind of she did say something to the effect of that like yeah that it wasn't a pleasant experience uh you know being mind wa- mind wiped or whatever but um but yeah like she didn't endure as long as everyone else had so yeah i, I guess i was expecting more of her having like a different reaction mm-hmm. than just kind of like being completely like i guess i guess i was underwhelmed more than anything like she was just kind of like okay you know like i woke up and like how are you vision kind of kind of thing yeah. instead of being like oh this is what we got to do and this is what's happening outside like it was more like she just kind of went on with with whatever vision wanted to do yeah exactly. you know what i mean like like i don't know i i, I felt like she might have had a different idea like a different perspective so yeah that's what i didn't you know i don't know i, I didn't I necessarily think- liked about that I think if I realized I was talking to a dead person, I would probably react a little differently too, instead of just real casual about it. But you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, no. Because like, you're right. Cause it's like I just saw you kind of like you know disintegrate in front of me. Yeah. And now I'm okay with you being alive again. So it's I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Not well, not, not even a dead person. She, Go for it. She did say like. You know, I always did secretly want a guest spot on the show, but now that I'm here, I want out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I don't blame her because this is a terrible episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, continue. But, uh, okay, so in the next scene, Wanda she asks the kids where Vision is, and um, they said that they they don't know, and they ask if if she wants to go look for her, for look for him, and uh, she says, you know, if if he doesn't want to be here, there's nothing I can do about it. And then the the twins ask about like what Pietro said about um about their about her dead husband can't die again. And then she just oh, quickly yeah. just tells them, like, no, don't listen to anything he says. He's not your uncle. Um, yeah. And uh, so that's kind of cool that she's, like, she knows now that he's not, I don't know. I guess, I guess yeah, I guess her brother might not have said something like that. I, I don't know. 
but um, yeah, I don't think we really know what Peter is all about mm. or what I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, didn't one of the kids say too? Well, if he's not her uncle, who is he? And she didn't know how to answer that. Yeah, I think that's what, yeah. that's what happens. I believe so. Um, yeah, and and it was kind of strange that like he wasn't like around, like mm-hmm. he was so I guess everywhere in the last two episodes, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of weird that he was just nowhere to be seen. Like from I wonder if she banished you know? him, but yeah. they didn't mention that. I don't know. I think yeah, it was just. So oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We technically do see him pop up later if you guys watched to mm-hmm. a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Without yeah. giving away too much, right. sorry. Continue. Uh, no, I, uh-huh. I was just gonna say that. Like um, at first, I kind of um, w- once I realized that he wasn't in this episode as much, I just kind of figured that she was uh, she was upset with him, so she was probably keeping him away. Is what I right. thought. But but yeah, it was still odd that he wasn't anywhere to be seen at all. Like not even coming around to say you know I'm sorry or or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. So then there's a knock at the door while Wanda's on the couch with the kids and, you know, Wanda just, I guess, zaps it open uh, without even bothering to get up. She just uses her magic and uh, she automatically knows it's it's Agnes, doesn't even have to look. And uh, Agnes, you know, basically comes in, sees the state that Wanda's in and says, um, what was she, something about that she was just like one, one step away from cutting her own bangs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, something like that. which is a big deal. Like I've seen, I've seen girls who did that, and it's not a good. <laughs> they're never in a good state of mind when that happens. Um, and it's, I, I guess it's a more common thing than you would think, because yeah, I've known a few people that do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think my sister did that like years ago too. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so then Agnes uh, offers to watch the kids to give Wanda some alone time, I guess, and then in mm-hmm. a confessional. Um, Agnes says that she's bitten a kid before, which, um, if we all remember the, uh, fairy tale of, or, or the, the bedtime story of, uh, Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. Which is oh. eat kids. <laughs> You're gonna, don't hate me and spoil alert just in case. Mm-hmm. I, I almost thought like it was a reference to Miss Fletcher. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, sorry continue but but you know what like i mean it it was it is kind of like a strange thing to say i mean i don't know yeah it it was just kind of like a weird comment more than anything i mean of course late i mean i'm sure you know we'll find out more as to why but it's it was just such an offbeat comment to say yeah Uh, Mm so yeah well they play it off like it's a joke like it's like Mm -hmm. it's just a funny little anecdote um, because I, I guess we all see what passes for for humor in this episode. <laughs> but yeah. it's just kind of like, <laughs> all right, whatever. She just said that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she, uh, she, yeah, she when she's even with the kids, uh, oh, no, she tells Wanda something like that she could repay her by checking uh, out this mole that's on her back. And from this video, oh, yeah. yeah, this video that I saw, it said that warts and, and moles and birthmarks or whatever were, used uh back in the the old colonial days and stuff to identify witches and stuff so that's kind of another hint at what's going on it's kind of funny Hmm? i think in a lot of uh film depictions uh witches do have like the wart on Mm. their face yeah exactly and big old noses Um, that yeah that too yeah but mostly yeah i guess the warts because uh they said that the devil would speak to them through through their those moles and stuff. So yeah, that, that's like a hint at what's going on with Agnes. Um, uh. And then uh, so once they leave, the furniture starts to uh, to rewrite itself uh, again. It's regressing uh, from from modern stuff to to older uh, furniture. The the same furniture we saw in earlier episodes. And uh, mm-hmm. so I I. I don't know if, if maybe the the hex is is too big now to uh to be stable like she she's like she's kind of spreading herself thin. I don't know if, if that's what what that was supposed to be or or maybe that's what the the episode wants us to think at this point. But then um uh we cut to to Jimmy and, and uh Monica. They find an email about Operation Cataract, which is uh what um Hayward is up to. And uh, I thought that was a funny name for for the uh, 
the thing vision the, yeah the mission because it when you get cataracts or, or when you start losing your vision right loss of vision yeah and uh so we they established that they're trying to that hayward was trying to bring vision back online when he had uh, the body there at, at sword but nothing was working and the only thing that brought vision back was uh wanda and so that's why he's trying to steal uh vision back now and uh, to weaponize him yeah exactly to weaponize him and um the uh then there's a big reveal of who monica is meeting out there in the uh wherever in the the, the boondocks or whatever uh it's Ag <laughs> agent goodner that classic comic book character <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Such a disappointing reveal, man. Yeah, I, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna hope that there's like somebody else. Yeah, but man, it wasn't was, that. It wasn't the yeah. guy from Fantastic Four. What, what's the uh, Reed name? Richards? There yeah. you go. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. I mean, because I don't, I don't even know who's who's gonna be. But I just, I was hoping somebody was bigger. I mean, maybe not Richards. It yeah. was somebody bigger. Yeah, exactly. it was just like they yeah. build it up for two episodes yeah like, how are you gonna build somebody like for two episodes and then just give us that yeah like, it was yeah. so it was so underwhelming and and i'm sure this this uh agent goodner is not the uh the person who designed it the person her, her contact mm -hmm. but it is just a it, there's a little team that comes out to uh to help her you know prepare to go back into the hex but it was just I don't know. I was expecting like yeah, like this big like thing. Like this is the person she's been talking to this whole time, and and no, yeah. there was nothing. They're still just holding that back for a while. But then they uh they roll out this big armored rover uh that she's gonna use to try to penetrate the the hex. The um, hex. Yeah. Uh, real fast, I was Go gonna ahead. say, you guys, there could be some big cameos in the next episode. So, all across my fingers. Maybe <laughs> yeah. there's some good payoff that we didn't get in this episode. I'm, I'm, right. I'm with Chris on this one. They better be because it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And if and if there isn't, you guys can rant all you want next week. Uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that the next two episodes just really deliver. Oh, I thought it only goes to episode nine. Yeah. Huh. There's two more. Mm -hmm. This is episode seven. Oh, I thought. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> uh, no, it's because like I don't know if you ever if you used to watch The Walking Dead, especially in later seasons. Yeah. There would always be a really mm. bad episode before there was a really good episode, and then they would go back to a really bad one, and then a good one. So, <laughs> so hopefully. I took it. This was after season six. <laughs> this was after season two, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you have to have filler episodes sometimes, yeah. but you yeah, I know what to. you mean. No, just just make shorter well. seasons. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, well, I thought that was the whole point of, like, you know, these seasons where it was, like, eight episodes instead mm -hmm. of 12 mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But That's true. To kind of cut down, just cut down on that and have better writing, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I'll get sorry, so Monica. No, no, it's fine. Um, so she gets the rover, and then um, so in the next scene, um, Vision is chasing Darcy around the the circus grounds, and and he's you know he's trying to explain what happened, and then he has to trick her to look away so he can zap her her mind, and she uh, she wakes up from her trance, and um, you know she remembers who she is, and then they. You, you know, establish that they have to get out of there. And she punches the strong man, which is actually kind of cool because he was kind of a jerk. And, yeah. um, you know, Darcy's just, she just needs that, that cool moment, which is pretty badass. And uh, they get into a food truck. He did, he did handcuff her in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, he did. And um, and then they get into a food truck and it's just a, a, a stupid scene that, that where they're like <laughs> running away and, and i guess i think they're trying to recreate something from the office uh honestly and, and it's just oh man I, I don't know what the hell the point of this was but anyways mm. they're in the phone i kind of like the, truck. i liked the uh, vision's little confessional i thought that was funny and then how you even realized towards the end of the interview too like wait a minute i gotta i gotta get going why am i doing this no yeah that, <laughs> that comes later but yeah that one that one was actually oh, sorry no no I did kind of appreciate that comment, like where he realizes, you know, what the fuck am I doing? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when, when he's in the 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 truck with uh, with Darcy, Vision, um, he says, you know that what what's with that um, imposter Pietro, which was interesting because when Pietro first shows up, or Peter, I guess in this case, first shows up, he doesn't know who he is. And not only that, but he doesn't remember... Vision doesn't remember anything that happened before the Hex. So he doesn't even remember who regular Pietro is. So that was an interesting moment that never got kind of like... They didn't draw much attention to it, I thought. Then uh, Wajin, sorry, <laughs> Wanda is... Uh, she's noticing that, that everything in, in the... All, all the stuff in her house is still like reverting... Uh, rewriting itself and then she sees the stork again from episode three i think and uh, i thought that was kind of a interesting thing but it, even though it makes no difference whatsoever and uh mm. then t what does t mean oh sorry testimonial <laughs> uh so my notes are like really shorthand now <laughs> it's just kind of bothering me uh, and yeah. she, so she's saying that she doesn't know what's, what's happening with, with everything around her and why she can't fix it. And then the voice behind the camera, or, or I guess maybe the, the crew, the director, the whatever, interviewer, the interviewer mm-hmm. says, um, do you think that it's because this is what you deserve? And Wanda's just like, what? Uh, yeah. You're not supposed to talk. And, uh, that was, I guess, kind of interesting. I mean, it's, it's always kind of implied that they are sometimes talking to the person off screen but you rarely ever hear the uh the interviewer right it, sometimes you do but yeah there you go i i noticed in the last some odd years they're like breaking the fourth wall a little more with uh, that that's the title of the episode yeah. by the way ah. Ah. Uh, and uh then it cuts to an ad uh about antidepressants um called nexus which i i saw Mm -hmm. a cool little cool little thing that says that in the comics at least a nexus nexus is the uh cross-dimensional gateway into that provides um paths to any and all possible realities and uh, wanda is a nexus being because she can access all these different realities and uh, she's kind of i guess she serves as like a, an anchor um because it, she'll she'll always kind of be herself in all these different realities of different versions of, of people and we have 10 minutes uh, just so you guys know. okay um I was, what i was gonna say is so yeah i caught the ending where it says nexus because the world doesn't revolve around you or does it? Yeah. <laughs> and this one has the actors again. The uh, the actress and, and the other guy. He's the pharmacist. Um, it kind of ruins... Uh, not ruins, but it kind of um, ends the uh, the theory about all the ads having a little um, Infinity Stone reference. Because this one didn't have... Not noticeably a reference to uh, the Power Stone. Which was, I think, the last one that we needed to, to kind of tie in with, with the ads. But that's all right. Maybe, maybe it was just a incorrect theory. But uh, maybe we'll but get I, it in the next one. Who knows? Yeah. But I think I think for me, I think more than anything, I don't know. I, the way I, I got because I, I think that was the best part for me in this commercial, hmm. uh, or the, from the episode was this commercial. Um, I don't know. For for me, I think what I got from it was that it kind of confirmed that they are gonna go into the whole multiverse thing, like mm-hmm. they're. That's what, that's what they're going to jump into. So I don't know if they're going to jump into it in the next episode or for sure in the, the last the episode. Last but, episode. Yeah, exactly. I have yeah, a feeling it's going to happen in the last based on what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think no. that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Chris, did you want to start a new meeting or not yet? Uh, not yet. I, actually, before before I, I, I do that, I, I kind of want to get into something that mm-hmm. I've, I don't think we've ever brought up on, on the podcast, but I kept seeing like uh, references to it. So in uh, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, when they're doing like the I guess the space jumps, they go through like a, a weird kind of uh, portal that's shaped like a hexagon, and so a lot of the theories were that the hexagons in this uh, series are a reference to like portals and, and to different realities and stuff, and that's why it's called um. the hex. Um, so yeah, I always thought that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, not not enough to bring it up, I guess, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I, I, I think um, that's that's something that needed to be mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. 
so okay. then it cuts back to uh to Agnes and the twins and um Billy is saying that he he likes it there with with Agnes because it, it's quiet and that she's she's quiet on the inside uh which you know, I guess implies that he cannot yes. hear her thoughts. He can't. Right. Yeah. Which yeah, definitely hints that something is going on with uh, Billy. He's fucking up, man. No, I was kidding. With Agnes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's, real fast. It's Billy that was the kid on mm. The Haunting of Hill House, yeah, right? Yeah, that's him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to put him in my background. Like, Thank you. Scene. Yeah, how about like... <laughs> no, I just want to see as we go on if you have some... Uh, not so subtle resentment towards this actor. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, yeah. I, I think in, in this series, uh, I kind of, I'm not, not as much. I, I still don't like when it focuses on the kids so much. Uh, but oh, that's right. But it, it's, it's fine. I don't have a problem with it in, in this episode. Mm-hmm. I, I barely even recognized him in, in this series. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I cool. think you, I think you still want to punch his face, but anyway. Yeah, I, I probably, I, I probably would too if I saw him in real life. But I'll, I'll go ahead and end this one, and we'll start a new one, right? Okay. Okay. So then, uh, in the next scene, uh, we have Monica suiting up in like I guess uh, a spacesuit, and she uh, gets into the the rover and she drives it right into the the edge of the hex, um, and it's it, it's not. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not getting through uh, because it, it. I guess it's been. I mean, it's been rewritten. There's yeah, a lot of resistance. There is. She really thinks she's gonna get through it, and yeah. it's not happening. Exactly, and so it starts turning in. It, the hex spits her out basically, and uh, it's it turns like into half a van, which I thought was it was pretty cool. Like it has this weird kind of distortion where the van meets the the rover. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. neat. And this is another scene, or or well, this scene in general was fine except for this this moment. So Wanda, I'm sorry, Monica jumps out of the rover and she takes off her helmet, which is you know meant to protect her or whatever. And then she's just like, "Fuck it, I can do this without the without the rover or the helmet or anything. I can just get through this." And I'm just like, "Why? Why did you decide this? <laughs> what made you think like I got this?" And especially without the helmet. It's one thing without the rover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you would think, like, oh, my cells are going to be rewritten? I need that fucking helmet, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. And, and, I, and I think that was, I, I don't know, that's exactly sort of kind of my, my thinking, because what's, what's the fucking job of this chick then? Like, I mean, she couldn't get the rover through, so then wasn't wasn't her job supposed to be to understand, like, the whole like space or whatever dynamics and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it almost seems like she failed at the one job that she was contacted to do. And then like, she got like the whole space suit and everything. And kind of like you were saying, it's like, and then at the end, fucking Monica's like, well, fuck you, man. I'm just gonna, you know, (laughs) I mean, for all we know is like, she could have just, you know, that could have been it. She could have just died. So, and then, you (laughs) you know, I don't know. Like, like I just weird. don't understand what inspired her to be like, yeah, I got this. Like, like yeah. nothing in that moment <laughs> should have given her the confidence that like it would be okay to get, just go th- run through it. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, that being said, the moment where she actually does get through was actually pretty cool. I liked it. It was uh, a mm-hmm. kind of 2001, a space odyssey uh, kind of um, reminiscent. Like with all the the flashing lights go, going through her and, and stuff, and you know you see, uh, I, I guess different layers of her um, from yeah. when she first entered the hex to the present, and then I think the the '60s version and the '70s version also, and it was a pretty cool moment. She was hearing voices of of different past conversations of her mom, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I Captain caught Marvel. one of the things that was said. Yeah, it said, um, because I, I, when I, uh, normally when I watch TV, I watch it with captions just because of my hearing sometimes, but I caught, yeah, I caught that one of the things or one of the voices said, and I think it was her mom, you can't go up there unless you glow like your aunt Carol. That was, uh, Agent Fury actually said that. Nick Fury told her that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah, she's just hearing all these different things and, uh. She finally gets through the um, 
through the hex and uh, her eyes are all blue and she's seen like the this like um, I want to say like I was going to say pulse go for it I uh, know I just loved the blue uh, color they got on her eyes it yeah. looked, it, I don't know it was really cool no it was pretty neat it was really cool yeah mm-hmm. I liked the yeah the transformation the uh, the well, this is like I guess a firm firmly established uh, establishing where she gets her powers I think and uh, yeah. yeah, that was a really cool moment. The transformation moment w- was really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, they kind of really kind of had to force it, I, I guess, by just having it run in there for no reason. Yeah. So well, they uh, didn't really. I guess maybe there wasn't enough time to paint the desperation of her wanting to run in like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they could have. Yeah. Could have spent an extra five minutes on it at least. <laughs> I don't, I don't think maybe, anyone you're right. maybe they could have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know, like maybe I was hoping they would spend a little bit more time on it, like afterwards, too. Like mm-hmm. that was another thing that kind of not necessarily bothered me, but she was kind of like a little bit dismissive of it. Like, because she, she sees kind of like you were saying, like she sees everything kind of like in polls, kind of like Matrix like. Yeah. And then everything kind of goes back to kind of like normal, like mm-hmm. vision in a sense. And then she's like, okay, like I'm going to go and do whatever I need to do. So um, I don't know, like, like she didn't feel any changes in herself. Like, yeah, uh, you know what I mean? Like it was just, oh. it was like a strange kind of scene. Like it was cool for us to see, but I'm wondering if she didn't feel anything like within herself. Like it was just like everything back mm-hmm. to normal. And I'm like, like she didn't feel any powers. If you want to put it that way. Like, yeah, no, that's I, mean, what I, was I would imagine that, yeah, like, if, if she felt, like, some kind of surge of, of energy, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe at least some soreness, I don't know, because she's stronger now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. You know. um, no, yeah, you're right, she should have felt a little bit, maybe a little dizzy because of the way she's seen mm-hmm. things now, um, mm-hmm. but maybe yeah. because of the way her cells were rewritten, she was able to adjust to it very quickly, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess you could use that excuse, um, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's fine. The so the story goes on, and uh, Vision, right. Vision's talking to uh, Darcy about how about how he died, and um, they uh, they come to a, a crossroads where there's a a red light, a red traffic light, and um, Vision says that he he feels like Wanda is is trying to keep him away. Then this construction crew comes out, and um, uh, they start fixing the traffic light. And then Vision gives the camera like the classic gym look, which uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a good little moment, but I fucking hated this moment too, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like I loved when Jim would do that with the camera. No, yeah, like when when Jim did it, when uh, John Krasinski did it, it was yes. Great. I don't know, I don't know if maybe. But just, you didn't like it when Vision did it, I guess. <laughs> I I don't know. I I don't know if it's just the way he did it, or maybe I just thought the reference was just a little. Two on the nose. Yeah, maybe. Mm. maybe but I didn't I, like I that. I think that's what it was. And I don't know. I Maybe the joke itself was kind of like too... Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? If it would have been like a better joke, yeah. then it would have been like, okay. Yeah, but, I think so. They should have... I don't know. They should have brought some, some of the office writers in to, uh, <laughs> to uh, polish up the script or something. They just needed to give BJ Novak a call, maybe Mindy Kaling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that would have been, oh, been great. Mindy Kaling would have been awesome. Because they, they bring in uh, James Gunn anytime there's scenes with Guardians of the Galaxy in, in oh. any of the other movies. Yeah, like in Infinity War and, and Endgame. James Gunn oh, would come good. in uh-huh. and e- even in the new Thor movie, he he came in and he consulted with how they would talk and, and act and stuff. So right. could have done something like that, you know? Before. I thought about it too. Call Greg Daniels, call yeah. Mike Sure. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people they could have called. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wrote down that. The, so in Infinity War... And I, I'm trying to remember why I wrote this down. <laughs> but in, in, in Infinity War, uh, Bruce Banner is talking about how if they d- r- remove the the Mind Stone from Vision, you know that he still has so many other components that make him up. He has Jarvis, he has parts of Tony and, and Bruce Banner, and um, that he could still be mostly himself without the the Mind Stone. Um, and I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> 
but whatever. <laughs> well, I guess it's that re- could come up later season. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Darcy says that she doesn't understand why Vision couldn't leave the hex. Yeah, and no, I, I just figured uh, he can't leave out the hex because, yeah, it would kill him, right? Because he's essentially, mm-hmm. the magic is, is what's keeping him alive, I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was an, uh. odd, an odd moment. Um, so then mm. Monica finds Wanda, because she knows where she lives, obviously. And uh, Wanda <laughs> is... She's been there before. Exactly. Uh, Wanda is not happy about it. And she, you know, she's just kind of blast uh pushing uh monica away she pushes her outside and all the neighbors are watching what are you gonna say something go for it go for it let let me interject with what they were talking about yeah so when monica comes in she does come uh to warn scarlet scarlet come (laughs) to warn wanda (laughs) that could have gone one of two ways uh does come in toward wanda about what's going on and um what Hayward is trying to do with vision and Wanda gets super dismissive about it. Blasts Monica away saying she doesn't want to hear about it or like, or does she even say, I don't want to know it's either. She doesn't want to hear it or she doesn't want to know and blasts Monica away. I think she just Um, doesn't want to hear about it. Not from her at least because she doesn't trust, trust her as an outsider. And it's interesting because it just kind of goes back to the first some odd episodes where Wanda's just editing out what she wants to edit out. Um, the, uh, the Well, I guess I'm interjecting on your part where the good news is Monica doesn't blast out of the hex this time. She actually was able to find her footing on the ground, mm-hmm. even though she got blasted. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, now that I think about it, that's kind of it's kind of interesting that when Monica came back through the hex, Ag- uh, well, the, the, the whatever powers are are mind wiping everybody didn't work on her. I didn't really consider oh, that. Oh yeah, huh? That's kind of interesting. Well, uh, mind you, too, she didn't. Oh wait, it is modern day. Never mind. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's supernatural now. Because uh, even. So Agnes comes over and she basically just says, you know, like, leave, leave Wanda alone. Um, you know, you're, you've done whatever damage, just leave, leave her alone. She leads Wanda away. And, um, I guess, I mean, we'll just, I, I'll just spoil it now. So Agnes is the bad guy, right? <laughs> Agnes is the one kind of mind, mind controlling everyone. She could have just easily gone over and just like mind wiped Monica in that moment. I wonder if she saw Maybe that she Monica didn't. had that blue glow. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she knew that there was something inhuman about her and that yeah. it would require a different kind of magic, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, there, yeah, there she goes to take uh, Wanda away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, so after they, they go away, we actually cut back to Vision and, and Darcy, and they are, they're blocked at the crossroads again by a school crossing. And Vision, that's when he's doing the confessional where he's all like, what, what am I doing here? I, I need to go. <laughs> and he just flies, <laughs> flies out of the van. Uh, takes off his mic. Flies away. Mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he just leaves Darcy uh-huh. behind. And I think she says something like, well, I'll, I'll just catch up with you or something right? <laughs> to that effect. Yeah. And uh, which I, I, I guess now that we kind of spoiled the end, um, I'm pretty sure it, it should. it's probably... Uh, uh, Agnes, then that's that's actually trying to prevent him from coming back, right? Not probably not Wanda. Oh, well, why would Wanda keep him away if we think about it? Yeah, no, I mean, because if she didn't want him to leave, then she doesn't want him, yeah, to stay away. And it, I, I think Agnes, yeah, does... like, when you would think she would want to check up on him because she knew he was hurting the night before. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're probably right. It was Agnes putting up all those hurdles. And and I guess if, if like if kind of like Monica, where we where she had might have something inhuman about her that makes her less susceptible to mind wipes, maybe she wants to keep Vision away because she can't control him as easily, and he well, there... could save Wanda. If he was well, I was going to say, there's there's that, and she would have to fight both Wanda and Vision. And yeah. who knows if she has the capacity to fight both. Yeah, that's true, also. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have an Infinity Stone. 
<laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Let's hope not. Although her her, her power signature is purple, kind of like the the power stone. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Um, and then uh, so then we cut back to Agnes's house where she sits Wanda down and she says she's gonna go make some tea or coffee or something. And uh, Wanda starts noticing how quiet the house is, and she sees the little peanut butter sand- half eaten peanut butter sandwiches and glasses of milk. And she says, you, you know, like the, she knows that the, that the twins are gone and she asks where, where they are. And Agnes says, Oh, real fast. Go for it. Uh, they were, sh- I don't know if it's of any significance, probably not, but uh, I noticed on the TV, they were showing Yo Gabba Gabba. Um. Yeah. I, I noticed that too, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know if there's any, if it's, yeah, I, I, I think that's what kind of tips her off that the kids were there. Or- I mean, she would. But they're not. She, she yeah, should have yeah, yeah. already known that they were there because she sent them off with her. But I think that's, yeah. that's kind of it. It triggers that memory, like she's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, the kids are supposed to be here, and uh, right. I think, yeah, I that's probably the only, only thing about that, that I can think of, and uh, yeah. So she, so Wanda goes into the basement, and there's these creepy plastic tarps that kind of look stained with uh, some red stuff. And uh, then there are roots and vines and stone hallways and Wanda keeps um, walking down. And then the, the aspect ratio changes again from, from the regular TV uh, settings, I guess. Um, c- kind of like, so every scene in the real world has a different aspect, widescreen setting. And we notice that the screen forms that to, to show that I guess that she's in a real setting now, not... Not a WandaVision, Westview setting, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, she finds this, like, big kind of... It's like, it's like a big temple-like room, and there's a uh, there's a book on, on, like, an altar or something, and it's, uh, it's kind of emana- emanating some kind of red mist magic kind of thing going on. And from a video that I saw, it, it shows that... Because they're trying to hi- uh, hypothesize what book that is. There's a scene, I guess, in Doctor Strange where he's in the the book suppository or whatever, and you see that there's a book missing from one of the racks or whatever. And so they're kind of supposing that this might be the book that was supposed to go there. Wow, um, people noticed that. Yeah, exactly. I, I <laughs> never would have figured that out or gone yeah. back and checked. I would have been like, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Dang. And, and so Agnes comes in and she's just like, you didn't think you're the only magical girl in town, did you? And then she kind of just zaps some purple magic into uh, a purple haze, you might even say. Um, ah. Ah. <laughs> and uh, it, it, Wanda's eyes start glowing. And I guess this is her, this is Agnes projecting this uh, image of a new theme song into into her head. And we see... Uh, it was Agatha all along, which is actually a really catchy song. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody online is loving it. Even uh, the director at my work today was singing the song. <laughs> 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 and uh, um, I looked it up. Uh, it was Lopez couple again, mm-hmm. and apparently Catherine Hahn yeah. sings on this song too. Yeah, that's that's what and I that read it, today. It, yeah, and it's supposed to be a combination of both the Adams family and the Munsters. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I yeah, and I that. can definitely hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Agatha all along, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty cool that, that it was actually Catherine Hahn singing the leads. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, I think she was on a singing competition last year, too. Oh. I think um, I think she was on The Masked Singer, if I'm correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, she sings really well. Like, I was, I didn't know that about her. Um. Yeah, shout out to Catherine Hahn. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, so in that little uh, intro kind of thing that they have, uh, it also shows that she's the interviewer who was asking Wanda, like, is this what you deserve? Um, and mm-hmm. on second rewatch, like, yeah, you, you can tell, like, it, the voice is kind of disguised. Like, she's deepening her voice. But, uh, yeah, it, it's most likely her from what I can tell. Like, it could be her asking that. And then at the end of the song, she says, and I killed Sparky. And yes! That, oh. that was the only thing. Um, so th- this whole reveal of her being the, the villain, uh, other than, like, 
like we saw it coming uh, uh, uh at least because we kept they, talking they showed about every it. they oh. showed her every instance where she kind of manipulated the situation well, like uh, her doing fake tears when vision came to her car on mm-hmm. halloween her, pietro showing up like it was all agnes in a way yeah i i my my theory is that the we didn't see every instance because i think the next episode is just gonna kind of be like a backtrack uh, one where we're just gonna kind of see like what she was doing behind the scenes um also yeah. no ahead. you're uh, you're probably right but also um remember how we said what uh we haven't seen dotty in a while yeah and remember how we said we think dotty's in on it yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i wonder if we'll see next episode if yeah if we see any dotty yeah maybe well, she was in this episode mm-hmm. just briefly when oh. uh, when Monica was confronting uh, or Wanda was confronting Monica and she takes her out into the front yard and all the neighbors are looking. You see, you see yeah. a real quick glimpse of Dottie. She's just gardening oh. and she looks up. Oh, I guess I didn't see that. Okay, yeah. it's real quick. It's like a literally a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing because I guess you did. I guess blink. I blinked and I right. missed yeah. it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was I was really. Uh, disappointed with the the uh the reveal the reveal because mostly because it doesn't really aside from killing sparky it doesn't really uh show that she's really doing anything villainous like i guess once once they reveal what her intentions are uh what her big plan is maybe um she'll seem more like a threat but in this episode she just didn't seem like any sort of threat like she just still seemed like kooky old agnes who kills dogs you yeah know? no well because i think it's it's kind of one of i mean even though she makes it seem like she's the one controlling all the situations mm-hmm. it kind of makes it seem that maybe she's not the one fully controlling everything you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like she, that there's somebody else that sent her there in a sense that she's controlling the hex but in a sense like there has to be somebody bigger yeah I guess, like a, a bigger threat which reminds yeah, me, there you go. they did establish in the little uh, Agatha intro that she is the one controlling uh, Pietro, or Peter. Mm-hmm. They showed her, her little magic work. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, we, we were talking about that last time, right? About how he's kind of just a pawn in someone else's game. Or yeah. he might have his own agenda, for all we know. Yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was all just whatever Agnes, Agnes. was directing him to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Or at that's least that's true. my theory. Um, it's still kind of curious to see why she picked him, though. Like, that particular yeah. uh, version, I guess. M- maybe this goes into what you're saying, multiverse. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Oh. And you raise a good point. Like, well, maybe we'll find out next episode. What does Agnes want with Wanda? Mm-hmm. Like, why is Agnes there? Like, we understand why Wanda hijacked the town. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. What's Agnes's end game with all this? Yeah. End game. Uh, one one <laughs> theory that I saw online was that since the the book has kind of like this uh, magical aura around it, that the theory was that is the book drawing um, energy out of out of Wanda, and so it needs her to keep running the uh, the hex in order to keep mm. absorbing magic. Who knows what the book, what's in the book, what the book's gonna do? Um, I think mm-hmm. um, maybe when, like, remember when she killed Sparky? Uh, uh, she says, you know, and the kids are trying to get her to to resurrect him, and she goes like, "Oh, can can you do that?" Maybe she, her her bigger goal is to to resurrect someone else, and I I'm, I'm guessing that's why she brought back this uh you, you know this imposter Pietro because she couldn't really bring back the dead one. So she kind of had to uh, do the, the next best thing was to bring up an alternate. Yeah. That makes sense. But like I said, for right now, she just doesn't seem that de- dangerous. So it was just, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, well, if this is the villain they're going to go up against, uh, I don't know it, it, if they're really in that much trouble. Yeah. But, you know. and, and I think you're right. Like, I mean, even though the, um, like the her intro or whatever it's super catchy mm-hmm. i think it kind of does play against her where it's just it's like okay like kind of like you were saying it's like you're, you don't seem so threatening yeah exactly like it's um just like yeah. your, your song's catchy mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah don't forget what happens at the towards the end of the credits right 
so yeah <laughs> it actually cuts to the credits and then there is a um a, a mid-credit scene where monica is wa- is going around uh, agnes's house and she's looking for wanda and then she sees a, a cellar door and she opens it which you'd think it'd be locked or something but whatever um and uh <laughs> just poorly written episode i think <laughs> but, but, uh, so she opens it and there's these uh, glowing roots they're going kind of purple and um then behind her there's uh, pietro the fake peter or fake pietro he's behind her and he says snooper's gonna snoop and uh and then it cuts, it cuts to black yeah yeah um and I guess because I because it's been established that he's under Agatha's control, I guess they're gonna have a fight scene, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be the next episode, yeah. or or maybe at this point, maybe he's kind of broken free from. Her. Maybe when Wanda, you know, shot him with a, a blast of, of her magic, maybe it took him. Uh, affected him. Yeah, maybe it affected him and 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 took away Agnes's power on him. Maybe he's gonna help out Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who knows that would be a good be. alternative. Yeah. Guess, yeah. yeah. We need to start having some kind of resolution into all this. Like, I think, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I you going. know what? Oh, go ahead, Franco. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. Because I was going to go on a little rant. So, no. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to cut your, uh, cut your rant off. No, but um, I think I f- we forgot to talk about this just a little bit with um, Monica confronting Wanda um, outside of the house. Um, I think, well, we forgot to mention this. Wanda called her bluff, or sorry, Monica called her bluff, saying, do it, do it, blast me, kill me. And you can see Wanda thinking about it, but she doesn't. And then that, in response, Monica's like, see, that's the difference between you and Hayward. You know, you, like, I guess trying to say you are redeemable, whereas Hayward is not. Um, And I I was going to say with that, too, it's just, it's interesting because it's like, because it is WandaVision, we can't really have Wanda be the villain in all this. Right. Even though she kind of, you know, I don't want to say, even though she kind of is, but I don't like how that sounds. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's just really interesting. Like, there's kind of how you guys were saying, there's more to it than just Agnes. There's more going on behind the scenes we don't know yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's kind of being put into these situations where she's you know a little more fragile and and doesn't know how to react and maybe that's why she kind of lets loose uh on monica in in you know those that uh episode three i think yeah Uh, yeah she's well yeah um, i mean go for it no i was just gonna say it's curious why she had to hijack a town like why not just the neighbor like a two streets you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I think uh what's uh what's I guess what's implied is is that Agnes is actually the one that's that's in everyone's mind. Hijacked. Yeah. No. Well, mm-hmm. Wanda definitely created the the perimeter, the the hex, and that Agnes is the one that's kind of just like directing everyone to go along with this whole sitcom vibe thing. At least that mm. that, that was my interpretation of of what was going on. Mm, you might be right. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Uh, I guess you both have your rants. Go for Franklin. Yeah. No, I mean, I was just, I was just gonna say that that it's just like it's, it's getting to a point for me that it's kind of like I, was, I told you guys like last week um, that I was already kind of getting a little bit exhausted with the, with the show, just because it was too much of, of like with the sitcoms and everything. Yeah. Like it seemed like they were just tiptoeing around too much. Like, it, it, they needed to get towards something. They needed to start connecting the dots. They needed to start revealing, like, the bigger picture. And in this episode, it still seems like you need to rely a lot on, like, Easter eggs. Like, oh, this is what they're trying to do. Oh, this is what, you know, this is what you need to be looking for. Oh, this could possibly be, be happening. And and I don't want to, like, like, you know, point or, like, you know, put it on, like, you know, shitty writing. But it almost feels like that. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just almost like, like okay, what are we trying to? Is this a setup show or is this going to be a like a standout, like a standalone show? Because right. it almost seems like, or like, like I was telling, like we were talking about last week. I don't know if there's going to be a season two because now, it like what's what's going to come after this? Like what's going to be the 
the fallout from all of this. Like, I don't, it just, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm, I'm finding myself less and less interested in the story mm. because I know that I'm going to have to think about what's going to happen next. What am I missing? Like, you know what I mean? Like all the Easter eggs, kind of like I was saying, all the clues. And I mean, we're already on episode seven. We're about to go on episode eight. So, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I'm not entirely liking about this show. Mm. That they're, that they're kind of like too much guessing. Yeah. I see. They, they definitely need, need to establish the bigger picture and like what their, what their main goal is. I and mean, hopefully mm-hmm. at this point they will, uh, at least I don't know. I'm pretty sure because uh, mm-hmm. I I read somewhere that like Paul Bettany said that you know it starts off as like a sitcom kind of thing and it ends like in a full blown Marvel movie kind of thing. So maybe just mm. the last episode will just be like because I I don't know if you guys saw online that it's supposed to be a six hour six and a half hour series, and so with every episode mm-hmm. being a half hour, that means like the last two episodes are gonna be like. Maybe an hour and a half each, if that's true. Uh, um, maybe the last episode will just be two hours long, and that that'll be like the full Marvel movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, it, it, it's a lot of setup, and hopefully it'll pay mm-hmm. off. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. Uh, Franco, I kind of shared your frustrations a little more early on. It like, especially if um, people go back and listen to the first. Uh, one through three episodes it's just it's a lot of guessing it's a lot of predictions Mm -hmm. and lucky for us a lot of those predictions have come true yeah but Mm -hmm. it is yeah there is something a little frustrating about not knowing who the real puppet master is in all of this Mm -hmm. um because based on what we're saying it's technically not agnes yeah Um, and and, and you know what like it's one of those things that i'm okay kind of like i was saying like i'm okay with like a like a reveal like a big reveal I'm just not okay with still like having those tiny reveals and like everything kind of like still being dragged on. Kind of like we we're talking about like the whole um, contact, you know, her Monica's contact, the whole oh yeah, them dragging it on for two episodes and then finding mm-hmm. out that it's a big just you know uh, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just those little things that I'm uh, I'm okay with them not revealing the kind of like we were kind of like you were saying the puppet master. But then, like, the other ones, it's like, hey, give us something. Like, don't have us guessing for so long. So, mm. no. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and it's curious, too, because I, I'm hoping that the last episode will be mostly satisfying. And I say that it, because kind of how we mentioned on, I think, the last podcast, I think I'll, I think stuff, it wouldn't be fully satisfying because there's going to be some stuff in Doctor Strange. Right. Which doesn't come out till next year. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta give something to look forward to. Or to yeah. kinda I guess keep us watching those Marvel movies. Yeah, I guess. There's that and just in in uh keeping everything all connected too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to uh I guess to end I guess on a slightly higher note. Uh, earlier when, when uh, <laughs> Selena was talking about uh, Monica and, and Wanda's confrontation, I noticed that I skipped over one of my notes, and it's where Monica is talking about loss. It's, it's the part where she says, like, yeah, just do it. Just, you know, blast me out of here. And she says, like, you know, I lost everything that was important to me, but I, I, did, I didn't have the ability to bring it back or to create uh, a, this escape. And so... Uh, the the pain is hard, but but it it's it's her truth, and that's why she has to embrace it and accept it. And you can tell that it yeah. kind of like um, sinks in. It was in starting to connect to her. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I really liked that moment. Uh, it was. Uh, I feel bad that I skipped over it in my notes, but uh, yeah, that was, that was a really nice, good thing because it kind of, you know, made made uh, made her her mother's death uh, uh, an important part of her character instead of just kind of just. Like, I figured they just kind of wrote out her mom because they didn't want to do the... They didn't want to age her up because this is, what, 20 years after... Or maybe 30 years after the fir- first Captain Marvel movie. So I thought they were just going to do that. That's why they wrote her out. But no, they actually made it part of her her development. And I thought that was really yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess they don't... It's a little hard to touch on this, too. But maybe it was just, like, some commentary on grief for the viewers. Yeah. 
you know, kind of how to harness, how to harness that and how to move forward in life with it, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. like af- after watching this episode, I have to carry on because I'm in grief because of how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is you using what I said. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I guess I didn't dislike this episode as much as you guys did. So, well, mm-hmm. hopefully for y'all's sake, or yeah, it, the next episode's better. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I hope so. I, I hope yeah. it picks up after this. Because now we have the, the, the a re- a very important reveal. And hopefully, you know, it just picks up steam. There's nothing, nothing more to hide. No more guessing games. Hopefully mm-hmm. they just get into it from here. We'll see. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. Uh, we kind of don't know where the kids are. Ah. We suspect Agnes <laughs> has them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She killed well, him, right? We'll she, little... she chopped him up into little pieces, right? I'm, you know what? <laughs> I'm so afraid if you ever do meet that Billy actor in real life one day. <laughs> I have a feeling even if that kid gets to like 25, you would still punch him in the face. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> this is for the haunting of Hill House. Yeah. <laughs> and the glasses. God help that kid. <laughs> Uh, I hope <laughs> I hope they don't keep them part of like I I I don't want them to be part of the MCU anymore after this. I just want them to disappear. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I think if they are listeners about that laugh. Yeah, I think if they are, they'll probably be the I guess the grown up version of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I they think... keep their their kids. Uh, hopefully, but yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll 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 find out in the upcoming few years because what did you say one time selena that they have the next 10 years plotted out yeah oh god (laughs) i know (laughs) well i don't know maybe these kids will quit acting by then Uh, who knows (laughs) (laughs) they gotta go to college and school right (laughs) exactly yeah they can get recast they're they're recasting uh ant-man's daughter yeah next one oh really okay yeah but it's fine (laughs) <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> i was gonna say shout out to marvel and then you said that well oh, poor thing shout out um to <laughs> <laughs> we got two minutes what are you gonna say selena uh, i guess no that's it i guess we should wrap it up huh yeah that's about <laughs> it uh well shout out to mitzi who couldn't be here today thank you for i guess uh trying to be here i don't know <laughs> uh, mitzi i missed whatever background you would have oh, had yeah <laughs> Well, we should and I'll continue right doing my shout out to George, that journeyman. Yeah, George, one day or path one day cross again. One day, man. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, it won't be on a deleted episode of Thirty oh, Something. Man. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he, he wasn't even on that episode. That, that's why I was like, I was trash, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next yeah, time. Next time. Um, <sighs> yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys, as always, for for joining me on this. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.